Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And we are back with the last installment of our conversation with McKinney Smith. As always, we're going to close out with how McKinney centers joy in her personal life. Let's jump into the conversation. For a long time, I've been a rider, to run and hide and okay, so this is kind of the, the last part of the conversation I want to have with you. It's been a beautiful one thus, thus far, and it's about personal life. And so we, as I said, we talk about opting out, we talked about opting in, you know, to make active choices to live a life. But so much of our inheritance is around joyful, beautiful, abundant, you know, community. Those are the things that we are entitled to have and that there's no limitation on. And so the other area I always like to ask Black women about is that I find that Black women are real good professionally. Uh, They're successful professionally. Personally, though, a lot of times that still becomes a place where we I know for myself, I'll speak personally. I have had my life together in all areas except my personal. It has been a place that has been the hardest in my journey to opt out of struggle in. Because while I've excelled, I'm an overachiever and there was always struggle in my professional life, but I was really good at aligning that a little bit better. It was very much so in my personal life is where I struggled the most and still probably struggle the most about the concepts of opting uh, into my real legacy. And so I'd love to know about how you have opted in in your personal life to these kinds of concepts, but also add in the mix community, how you've opted into community in your life, how that impacts it and how you've opted into joy in your personal life. So I'd love to hear about that. Yes. So I guess I'll, I'll start with when I became more essential within my business and I learned to delegate things and let go and, um, you know, be more intentional about what I said yes to. It gave me more time within my schedule. And I remember before I set those, I'm going to say work boundaries, trying to date and constantly hearing, well, where, where do I fit in? Like you have such a busy, a busy schedule, busy life, you know, you're doing events, your podcast, blah, blah, blah. They always, didn't feel there was room for them to fit in. And I probably made it look that way. But when I got intentional about my managing my time within my business, and I realized I had to focus on self-care, like growing up in the struggle life, you don't hear about self-care. There's no such thing, right? <laughs> there is no such right. thing. And on my healing journey, understanding self-care and understanding that it's not selfish, I had to implement a self-care strategy that slowly grew to this like extensive uh, list. Like it started out as simple things like getting my hair done and getting my nails done and then realizing, okay, no, I need more than the, the surface level stuff. And the pandemic actually allowed me to 
I'm going to say, practice the self-care routine more routinely and be more um, consistent with it. But I broke it down into mind, body, and soul. So for my mind, I was making sure that I was reading something every single day. And whether that be, you know, 20 minutes or 10 pages, however I broke it down, I made sure that I read something every single day. And thankfully, because of that routine, I think last year I read 24 books and the year before 23. And that's just from having that as part of my self-care routine. Um, then number two for the mind is like listening to um, soft music or something that makes me feel good. Like my kids, millennials, the generation, they like to listen to like loud stuff and I don't know, banging on. Like I, I don't get it. I can't. <laughs> so in the car, it has to be for me, soft music or like a podcast that helps me energetically. It helps my vibration, helps, helps me feel good. Um, and then being able to spend time alone. I feel like a lot of people avoid or feel like, you know, being, spending time alone, that they're going to be lonely or that they're, you know, isolating themselves. But I'm naturally an introvert. I need that alone time to recharge. I find part of my self-care, I ha if I don't have alone time, all the distractions, all the noise, I just get miserable and angry. Like, you just don't want to be around me. So for my mind, I just need that. And then for the body, um, as you can see, sipping on water, I, I have this one gallon uh, water bottle, but I've, I've tried to, you know, have smaller cups because that's just two inch trips to the bathroom, but um, making sure that I hydrate, you know, we're, we're made of mostly water. It's important, you know, it helps our body function so many different ways, but making sure that I'm drinking constantly. And then sleep. We talked about sleep uh, previously. When I was working so many hours, sleep was not a focus. It was like, oh, I'll sleep when I can. No, sleep is now a priority. Like I have alarm set to like start my bedtime routine. It's time to go shower and get ready for bed and meditate and do what you got to do because you need sleep. And if I don't have minimum like seven and a half hours sleep, again, I am grumpy as heck. So I need to make sure seven to eight hours sleep. The last two weeks have been hard. We have a eight week old puppy in the house and I'm a little sleep deprived. And I can feel my attitude kicking in, but <laughs> sleep is important. Um, and then for the also for the body, um, being physically active. I'm not someone um, that enjoys going to the gym. I remember when I was first diagnosed with fibromyalgia, I used to try to fight it and still go to the gym. But I realized you don't have to go into a gym physically to be physically active. So being able to um, just stay moving because healthy, mo healthy motion equals healthy emotion. So being able to, um, you know, go outside and get my steps, I rely on my Fitbit to tell me, but like walking, being active around the house, taking breaks between working to be physically active, to move around. And then for my soul, prayer and meditation, like essential, <laughs> practicing gratitude and affirmations. And sometimes people, I guess, brush over the importance I feel of those things, but actively practicing gratitude, not just saying that you're grateful for something. Um, I let people around me know that I'm grateful for them. Vocally, I write it down. I have a gratitude journal. Um, affirmations, you and I have talked about this before, the importance of those affirmations, because it's really the stories that we're telling ourselves, right? Um, and then having a community of healthy connections, because when you have grown up, you know, in government housing and seen struggle and been around all those things, experiencing so many unhealthy uh, connections and toxic behavior. So in my journey to healing and learning better, 
and doing better. It's being mindful of the people that I am connected to and that I give my energy to. So that includes family and friends. So because we're wired for connection and I'm very introverted (laughs) outside of my alone time, I am mindful of who I spend time with. So the friends that I will openly give my time and energy to, like I'm meeting with two girlfriends tonight, we're going out for dinner. We're, you know, scheduled to do that once a month because I enjoy being around them. We laugh, you know, we we share, you know, whatever we need to share, but it's, it's a safe space. So having connections like that, um, you know, my partner, absolutely amazing, makes me feel safe in every way, shape and form, especially from someone who's been through multiple toxic relationships. Um, being able to, you know, connect and spend time with my children. So breaking down my self-care into mind, body, and soul, because often people will only focus on one area, realizing there's so many levels to this, um, has definitely helped me opt out of the struggle and um, opt in to connection and, and help me living. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had one extra hour in your day, how would you use it? I know for me, I'd love to read more, spend more time with the people I love, be more efficient in what I do. But the question might be, yes, I'd love extra time, but I don't know what for or how to make that a priority. If you're looking for ways to figure out how to squeeze that extra hour in your day or how to make it a priority, how to figure out what matters most to you, Therapy can help you find that. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that having a therapist has been essential to me opting out of struggle. And I would be a hypocrite as a therapist myself if I didn't talk about the benefits of therapy and how much it's helped me personally, but how much I know firsthand it helps others. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched to a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash burnout to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash burnout. What if 2024, you got a little bit better every day? Well, when you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. You don't need to pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. I have loved using Babbel. As you may know, I used to live in Italy and Babbel helped me be able to speak to vendors, navigate vacation spots, ask for directions. It just made life easier. 
Babbel's 10-minute lessons are quick and handcrafted by hundreds of language experts that you can start learning to speak a language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com bgb. Get 50% off at babbel.com bgb, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bgb rules and restrictions may apply yeah beautifully said i i often teach self-care i teach it as five pillars which is very similar to what you've done which is just the mind the body the soul of the heart and then i add work in right so i just add like because a lot of people work is something that people don't think about and what you did is a really great job of breaking down just how manageable it is that a lot of people think self-care in these big chunks particularly in the black community, like they, we see it as like a big vacation, going on a cruising, all those things, which is fine by retail therapy. There's nothing wrong with those things on their own. But if that's the only way you're getting self-care, you're setting yourself up for burnout because, yeah. you know, what about the pandemic where no one was going anywhere? What about if you're not having a financially great month and your retail therapy is the only way you do self-care? That's not sustainable. And so you brought it down and broke it down into some really small bite-sized pieces drinking water, having an alarm that tells you it's time to go to bed, going out and making it a priority to schedule time with your girlfriend um, to say, let's just go out and making that regular, right? There's small things that we can do that don't have to cost anything uh, to do, right? To make as part of our lives. And that's actually the key, right? It's It's having those small things that are embedded in your life that you do repeatedly. That's self-care. That's what builds up to a life that is healthy and happy, Versus waiting for big things or having it linked to expensive things or things that show status versus health, right, Mm -hmm. Um, that some people use as that. So thank you for breaking that down so well. And also thank you for explaining about gratitude because joy for me and, and the science will tell you that gratitude is a part of joy and that joy is a very internal thing. Happiness is sometimes external. It's depending upon what happened in the moment or somebody, you know, says you, you changed my whole world or, you know, somebody you, somebody wins a lotto or something. Right. They're happy for that moment. But joy is an internal job. And so much of joy is related to gratitude because it's a mindset. It's, it's changing your mind to saying, what in my life is there something to be joyful about? What yeah. are the things in my life, no matter how tough the day is, that I can still go back to? And again, just like self-care, something you do in small steps that create a healthy life, joyful living and having a joyful life is very much linked to how much gratitude in small ways can you tell yourself? What story are you telling yourself about your life? This is the worst day I've ever had or this day was terrible, but I am grateful for, right? And how that ends up giving you a life that is joyful and particularly a personal life that is Mm -hmm. joyful. Because again, I feel like we think we can be the boss and on paper look like we're the CEO and do all the things as black women professionally. And we can certainly say no to bad things. I think people we get I think black women we can get to that point. But being able to say yes to goodness yeah. in partnership, in friendships, in family, 
is something that I think we deny ourselves, don't think is possible, opt into struggle as a result. And part of you is understanding one who you are, but that you deserve good mm-hmm. things yeah. and actively putting that into into steps in your life and, and making yeah. that happen, especially when you talk about like your community, which is your friends, it is your partner, it is your children, you know, have it how you intentionally do that. So that is so inspirational. I feel like I think people I don't think we talk about that enough as black women for me. It's like my mission to talk more about joy because I don't hear that spoken a lot in the conversation, mm-hmm. even around like soft living. Like I I don't hear that a lot. I don't hear people saying the specific word joy. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like we as black women just need to talk about that more. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, yeah. When you spoke about gratitude. So my um, my third and fourth book. So the third one is actually a gratitude journal. Um, to help you actively, you know, practice gratitude. And then the fourth is a couple's gratitude journal. Um, But people don't, I feel like they don't know or don't understand the depth of how much actively practicing gratitude affects your health. Um, You know, we, I, I feel like, and I don't know if it's just lack of knowledge or things that people haven't intentionally um, looked for, but there's a lot of things that are simple, that can have such a significant effect on your life. Like before I even learned about actively practicing gratitude, after my sister passed away, it was a huge thing for me to help other people feel good. That's I just wanted to make other people feel good. Even if I was having a bad day, what can I do today to help someone else? And that raised my energy levels. It raised my spirit. It raised my mood. Like for me, your your feelings are just labels for the vibration that you're on. And when you're actively practicing gratitude, it raises your vibration. It raises your energy levels, your spirit. It raises how you feel. So if you, the simplest, simplest things, whether that be, you know, let's say I say I'm grateful for you right now, Kelly. If I internally can attach a feeling and say, why am I grateful for Kelly? Well, I'm grateful for this conversation because it's deep and it's enlightening, but that lifts my vibration, it lifts my energy level. Those things can help strengthen your immune system. Like so many, there's so many benefits. So um, yeah, I just wanted to add that to what you said. No, I'm glad you added it. I mean, where you put your mind in is where your whole life goes, right? And starts small. And it is about having this, you know, they call the attitude of gratitude. But it is about how you reframe your world. And it it also ties into daydreaming and believing that things are possible, that you can have a a life that is like, it's happy. It is joyful. It it doesn't mean it's perfect. Nobody's going to get that in this world. But that joyful living and more days of joy than days of sadness, which you know are just part of living, are going to be a part of your life. And it is about the small decisions. I think the one thread that comes through this whole conversation the first time we spoke, the first segment to now is that is the small steps piece. It's yeah. the small wins. It's the small changes in attitude and behavior and choices that add up to big payoff. Like there's a big payoff in the end. And it's the attitude of leaving behind struggle and the choice that you make in small ways and the the new mindset of opting in to the things that you deserve. First, first and foremost, being joy that it's small ways that you build that. It's not that you just say, I'm going to be joyful and then joy just shows up or I'm not going to struggle and then struggle goes away, it disappears. 
It, mm-hmm. It's active practice. We talk about opting out is a is not a destination. It's a discipline. It's mm-hmm. an active practice, but it doesn't have to be an overwhelming one. And I think yeah. hearing your story, I'm so grateful for you coming on today because hearing your story, you're a very successful woman in all areas of your life. But that didn't come about because you made some huge radical change in a day. It came yeah. about because of some small steps that you took that got yeah. you where you are. Any final thoughts before we well, close out today? To extend on the note that you just said, my final thoughts would be to anyone listening. It's the compound interest, the compound effects of the small things that you do. You know, sometimes we think we have to do this drastic change, but because of the way that our minds work, it's programmed to go back to what it was. It's going to be harder for you to maintain that and for that to be sustainable. So think about today, what is one small thing that you could do today to change? One small thing. And do that one small thing every single day for the rest of the month until that becomes like automatic. And then you can add another thing. You know, you don't have to take on 10 billion things, but that one small thing is definitely going to impact your life on a greater scale overall. Perfectly said. McKinney Smith, so happy you're here. Everyone, you're going to get links to McKinney's books are going to be in our show notes. Where we can find you is going to be in the show notes. Uh, So stay tuned for all that information. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.